what, what, what am I gonna do when the aliens get here? Austin is powered up enough to fill that landscape. 2.7 in the cockpit, chemicals rising, Saturn and Cross. From the Mercury astronaut, George Austin. From, 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 from the economics liberation in Boston. Massachusetts protected by the Army and Red Barrettes. Special effect units, navigational training. Four altitudes, three compulsive rates. Phoenix, Arizona, Yelona. Aliens looking in my face, reserve Marines. Coming in, coming in. Coming in, coming in. Stop, seen in Texas. Stop. The grayish blue pine sauce that we flowing. The highway that night, the orange beam coming down was right. Truck stop, not a myth. Remember that light. The orange beam, not a myth. Remember that light. Observation, not a myth. Remember that light. You've been abducted by yes. Jets ready, steam full engine, service space, satellites, watch, check the parking lights, connect the inputs in, protected by steel, copper and tin, gasoline thrust, 17.10, observation, aliens, aliens under frustration, kamikaze gear, security information, close your windows, send men out the post, hold your location, look around, that's right, we moving up downtown, closing in, hosing in, that's right, dozing in, you moving with the heat, we come frozen in, Protection suit, four o'clock in the fire engages. Aliens. A telephone code, Earthman, you know it was us. Aliens. With two cans of that's right, we came dangerous. Aliens. Aliens. That's right. Look, look, look around. Moving up. You've been abducted. Aliens. That's right. Stop. Look, look around. Look around. For the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. All right, we're here again this week with the Fake Publishing Millionaires Hour. I've got The Queen Bee and Blue Hair Comics, and we're talking about Zine Fest. And if you're listening to this, the San Francisco Zine Fest has been over for a few hours, and this is the the after after radio after radio party. Um, I'd like to start by talking with the Queen Bee about the origins story. <laughs> well, hello there, world out there. I am the motherfucking Queen Bee. Queen Bee, I'm sorry, I'm stunned. The Queen Bee. Sunflower with an afro. And um, yeah, I've been doing this for a little while now. I mean, I've been writing since shit, what, high school before that. But I've been doing my edits as of maybe the last two or so years and 
I didn't really have the most motivation for a while because no one really gave a shit. You know, it's kind of like when you make art and you show it to someone, they're just kind of like, that's nice. That, that's cool. And I'm just like, can I get like a little more like critique? So then I remember um, my friend Eliana, who going from what I'm going to call Boogie, um, they took me down to Silver Sprocket for the first time, and that's when I met the lovely crew there, Josh, Simon, and whatnot, and they showed a lot of love to my art, and then after that, I kind of just, like, polished my craft. I made my first zine after helping them move uh, three doors down, and then it's just been crazy from there, yeah. Yay! Um, tell me about some places, some of the zines that you have going, some of the places that you've been selling them. What's what's the? Tell me about the trajectory. Well, the biggest like art project I have right now is uh, a colored book, which basically is like I talk about like these imaginary drugs called colors, and like when you smoke them, like each color makes you feel like an emotion tied to that color, but like in an even deeper state. And I'm kind of like writing poetry about that, if that makes sense. And the lovely um, local community, which tarot reader Jesse J is helping me with that as well. And um, that's like the biggest project I'm working on. It's almost done. Um, and then outside of that, I had my first table at Sour Cherry Comics on their art show a few months back. Um, actually, last month. I think that was last month. And super fun, great turnout. And then recently had a phenomenal table with um, you guys and Big Leap Collective um, in Bayview. That was fucking phenomenal and getting that free floppy disk merch was pretty sick as well. But Oh yeah, big shout out to Sex Martian um, who have floppy disks as uh, merch. Surprise turnaround. Uh, Queen Bee is now on the table and crew with fake publisher millionaires selling their awesome vaporwave zines and stickers that are made on the spot. Can you tell me a little bit about your sticker printer? Yeah, so um, I remember when I was first getting into making zines, I wanted something to like print out art like immediately because I didn't really have the money for like a full-fledged printer. And I wasn't, I mean, I was still close to Sprocket, but I wasn't like as close as we are now. So I found this cute little like literally like $100 mini Polaroid printer that just prints out stickers right then and there and when I first got it the adhesive wasn't the best so I did like a lot of experimentation and I don't know if like I'm just sticking them to better stuff now or if they actually like fixed their adhesive because it used to be shit but now they're like better like full-fledged stickers and I have more pride in using them for my art and whatnot but it has probably been the absolute best investment plus it doesn't take ink too it's all laser but yeah so tell me about some of the zines that you currently have available so some of the zines I currently have available, I have about, what, five. So the my most popular and newest one, Tara, is my Roe versus Wade zine. Um, I got some pictures of, like, black female porn stars from the 80s. I wrote a sick poem for it, and at the very end, it's like, to all with a uterus, you deserve respect. And I am so happy with how that one came out. And then... My other one I made, 1AM, just black and white, smutty poetry zine I made. And then I have The Hills Have Us, which an eyeball tells you to go to bed. That's all you need to know. And then um, Ghirardelli, which is a semi-older one, but I just printed it for the first time yesterday, actually. It's um, 
Starting on that one was on the night before Valentine's. Not gonna lie, I was feeling kind of lonely, but like to turn that depression around, I made a poem out of it. Just saying like, yo, I'm gonna take myself on a date. So I made a zine about it, and then I actually did it on Valentine's. So that's what Ghirardelli's about. And yeah. my one other zine, which was my first ever zine, Bonnie, um, it was me and my musician friend Bugs. We collaborated, we went to high school together, but we finally collaborated um, for art. And I just made a zine about copying others and they modeled for it and yeah, and then Sprocket helped me like print and folded it, and I sold it. I think I dropped that one like last year, but then I finally reprinted it recently. But yeah, that's all of the current zines I have right now. But I have an entire notebook just full of poems that can be turned into scenes whenever I want. That's yeah. solid for a fucking year, though. Well played. Uh, can you describe uh, some of the style that you use aesthetically for anybody that's listening now and hasn't looked you up yet? And give me the ha- give me the handles. Give me the, the Instagram. Yeah, handles. yeah, yeah. Um, at Don't Be Dumbo on Instagram. That is my main enchilada that I use to post my art. Um, and my art style is like vaporwave, psychedelic. That's like the main inspired. It's also collage art as well um i usually collage it on pixart and then mess with that and then i'll add some text if need be and then i just kind of like freestyle with the layering to see how it comes off and i used to feel i don't want to say ashamed but i used to feel like i didn't feel like an artist quote unquote because of like the way my parents were because like oh i'm just taking a picture and then just throwing edits on it but then like as i realized well artist subjective and anyone can make art and this was my art and I realized with each picture when I was first started with each picture I made not only was my edits random but I couldn't predict how it was going to come out so each piece was basically a one of a kind that only I knew the formula of how I got it to look this way like the brightness the layering blah 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 and then as I got more into collaging that just kind of like amplified my art even more so then my like anxiety about my art just like slowly like decreased and yeah that's the best way i can describe it that was great thank you for all the insight like seriously um we were talking before about some music do you want to throw a playlist on yeah cool So 
have your own companionship. Every time I see you in the world, you always step to my girl. That's the cell phone boy. Why is that? Brothers get jealous when I'm chilling with my dip. Just because she's flyer, you try to play me like Milton Bradley. I'm Maggie. Just because you gotta settle for Maggie or Agnes. Maybe Matilda the witch, yo.
Mic check. To the end for two milli. That's the audio daily double. Rappers need to fall off just to save me the trouble. Yo, watch your own back. Came in and go out alone, black. Stay in the zone. Turn H2O to cognac. On Doomsday, ever since the womb, till I'm back with my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, Doomerlay. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? I wrote this one in BCDCO section. If you don't believe me, go get bagged and checked in. Cell number 17, I'm under the top bunk. I say this not to be mean, was bad luck a pop junk. Pop the trunk on seaside for punk, leave him left scrape. God forbid, if ain't no escape, blame him left tape. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who is well skilled in destruction as well as building. While Sydney Sheldon teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man, a live lifer. A pie piper, holler a rhyme, a dollar and a dime. Do his thing, ring around the white collar crime. Get out my face, asking about my case, need toothpaste. Professor monkey style nigga to death today. And dope fiends still in their teens. Shook niggas turn witness. Real men's mind their own business. That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers is double dutch. How come I hold a microphone double clutch? COs make rounds, never have ox found on shakedown, lockdown, wet dreams of Fox Brown. On doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back where my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, doomalay. Either unmarked or engraved, hey, who's to say? Doomsday, ever since the womb till I'm back to the essence, read it off the tomb. Either engraved or unmarked grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like past the peas like they used to say. Some MFers don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all fools is hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and tip of nipples metal fang. Known amongst hoes for the bang bang. Known amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang, guzzle out a rusty tin can. Me and this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't pay. Listen, you, it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, threw her missing tooth. But then she has a sexy voice, sound like Jazzy Joyce. So I turned it up faster than a speeding knife. Strong enough to please a wife. Able to drop today's math in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing an A-Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil, he's on another level. It's a word, no a name. MF, the super villain.
know that part on NPR when they're like, now we come to the time where we ask you to donate? Well, this is like that, but short. Donate at bff.fm slash donate today. Hey, welcome back to Fake Publishing Millionaires Hour. My name's Alan, and I am here with Blue Hair Comics and the Queen Bee to talk about motherfucking Zinefest, which uh, has just finished earlier today, if you're listening to this when it's being broadcast. But we're recording this earlier, so we're thinking about this in advance. It is Queen Bee's and my first Zinefest, yeah? Yeah, and I am fucking stoked. It's like anxious, but in like a good way. So like, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. (laughs) We're at the top of the Metreon this year, and we've got returning champion MVP and former uh, heavyweight uh, zine-making champion of the regional uh, Metreon area, um, uh, Simon Jane from Blue Hair Comics. Tell us about your experience working in past zine fests. Uh, Well, this up... Coming this last Zine Fest will have been my f- sixth time tabling at Zine Fest, and um, I'm really excited. Uh, I first time tabling, I believe, was 2015 for me, and that was uh, that was at the old space back in Golden Gate Park next to the Botanical Gardens, um, and it was a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, really cute um, seeing how many tables you can get crammed into that space. And, oh man, it was just year after year after year of just nothing but talent. And I'm really excited to see everybody. It's been a couple of years. And, yeah, it's going to be fun seeing what everyone's been up to. Uh, So, long story short, Zine Fest has always been a good time. And... I expect it to be a great time this time. You've been making a whirlwind of zines since last we spoke. Would you like to tell us about some of the ones that you banged out in the last couple of days? Uh, absolutely. So um, I've been on a one-page banger kick. Uh, let's see. I made a mildly aggressive pep talk that you can keep in your pocket. Um, I am all about snacking, so I made a little mini, I guess, a loose suggestion guide of tasty snacks that you can make because I take my snacking very seriously. And I also made a little uh, one-pager about grief uh, loosely based off of an animation I did. And I actually just finished uh, The Adventures of Hercules and Pegasus and uh, you're going to have to stop by the table to see what that's about. And um, I actually am as as of last time we were talking about Rocky Balboa and I am making it's not the big fanzine yet but I am making a fun little one pager of what I think should have happened in the movie so you know Rocky 2.5 2.5 I love it that's uh um the hidden story between Rocky 2 and Rocky 3 yes uh between Rocky and Apollo and um I actually have several more pencils done uh, that I'm inking now. So uh, yeah, stop by and see what we're, what else I'm gonna make in the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that uh, I think has got us all uh, hyped up lately on the FPM table is we've been getting booked to play more punk shows. Uh, we just um, play, geez. Uh, Queen Bee and I just did a show the other week with uh, Scary Scare. Um, um, uh, erratic uh, Impulse from San Diego and then Sex Martian from San Diego as well with the really cool um, floppy disc merge 
And there was a big old mosh pit pretty much for about three hours. And now we're, we're hungry for it. We, we want that in our future tabling. Uh, and Simon, we're worried that without a mosh pit at Scenefest um, in a couple of days or tomorrow or yesterday or whenever, if you're listening, when this is actually being broadcast, we're worried that without that, we're uh, Queen Bee and I will just have to will suffer. Do you think we'll be OK? Do you think what, what can we expect at Zinefest? Well, you know, in the pre-pandemic days, uh, it would get very crowded, so you would definitely get your mosh pit feel. Um, Yippee! Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be curious to see because this is the first zine fest since the pandemic started. Well, SF Zine Fest, and so it's. I am really curious to see how crowded it's gonna get or yeah if everyone's gonna be wearing masks which please do and please seriously please and thank you express yeah <laughs> haven't real. caught it yet and not trying to yeah no, you're smudging whatever you're wearing on your face is not worth risking this stuff in crowded spaces i would like to address that to the world and thank you that's our pandemic psa yeah um we could play more PSAs from the station too. We we got a whole. We can do line this right up. Nobody's into it. Okay, just me. I'll listen to that at home. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what to expect from Zinefest and what what tabling kind of means to small publishers and what what that's like. Because I know that like it's easy uh, in some contexts to be able to get it into stores to get your stuff into into some places sometimes on commission or, or on whatever. But then you don't really interact with it. So as uh, a publisher, as a DIY publisher. Uh, tabling is very important. Uh, can y'all talk on how that experience has affected you in the past? Yeah, so tabling um, just means like a lot for me like now because I get to like directly be with whoever's like interested and really get to explain my art. Because don't get me wrong, like it's nice to have my art, you know, in Sprocket and whatever other stores coming in the future, but like to be able to just table and like really interact with whoever's like interested in your shit, especially when they ask you like, what does this mean? How did you do this? Blah, blah, how long have you been doing it? It's just like, it's a whole different like experience, especially for us like indie folks out there. Like it just means even more of the world, you know, especially cause you know, like out here, we're not in it for money. At least most of us aren't in it for money, you know, and whatnot. And yeah, just to see, like, your passion, which you've been working on, blood, sweat, and tears, and someone, like, really gives a fuck about it. Even if they don't buy anything, just the fact that they stopped at you and want to know more about it and even just take your fucking card, like, that that's a job well done right there. So, yeah, that's my take. Yeah, I definitely agree with the Queen Bee on that because it is really cool actually getting to, like, see people interacting with your art and, like... Uh, especially I love making people laugh like when you get to see people like guffawing at whatever you made or even sometimes too when they read some of your more vulnerable comics and when people are like wow I really resonated with that um, that's really special and that's something that you don't necessarily get when you have your things on the shelves at shops and another aspect of tabling that I have always really loved too was, yeah, not only meeting the folks who enjoy and love and fuck with your work, um, but also meeting like other artists that then too, especially like the internet's made things really interesting. And so sometimes it's cool when 
you see people that it's like, oh, wait, we both follow each other, but we've never met in the meet space before. And then, hey, we're both tabling at this event. This is so cool. And like, yeah, getting to connect with people like outside of the Internet is also really rad and special. I uh, uh, was tabling I, as a musician. I wound up um, I, having a lot more merch tables for whatever I'm doing at a concert space than uh, uh, tabling at particular uh, festivals. Uh, and I've been trying to integrate that um, because I hadn't really pushed in that direction with publishing before. And we had uh, uh, an instance at a merch table where somebody liked uh, one of the little one page zines that I'd done that I'd been mostly giving out for free. I kind of arbitrarily attach a price to them if people want to pay it. But like, the secret passcode is this is really cool i don't know and you're like here no no just take it if you're that interested uh they took it ran around the room with it and then like you know showed a bunch of people this comic i made about bernie sanders's marxist ghost coming back to lock up the dick clamps uh the the automated internet dick clamps uh of the the rich in the future who have super packs that are funded by human labor um as i guess all super packs are but you know anyhow um so they, they enjoyed it, but didn't wind up committing to it, but wound up showing a bunch of people. And then like the question at the end of it that like somebody finally mustered up to ask was, how did you fold it like this? And you start to think that like I, everybody I know that makes DIY zines at some point has made some kind of an instructional like folding zine. It's interesting. It's like doing a community service. Uh, our friend uh, Maloney does one. I think our other friend Sarah Dyer, if I'm not mistaken, has one, though I could be uh wrong about that i don't know i know i definitely had one back in the day so uh, i saw two or three just in the last week on instagram uh and they all have different like styles and and, and things but about how to fold one page um of eight, eight and a half by eleven into um a zine with that slice in the middle so you can unfold it as a poster if you want on the other side yeah no i mean it's one of the most easiest and accessible ways to do zines um i've actually taught a lot of zine making workshops to kids as well and that's usually like one of the first things we start with especially when yeah i always tell the kids it's like hey find yourself a copy machine you can just run these off even if you just make 10 copies like boom that's 10 zines you can go trade them with people and like Oh man, seeing kids, especially, oh, it's so exciting seeing kids get really stoked of like, wait, I can do this too? And it's like, yeah, you can. Get out there. Go make some art. Like, yeah, no. Um, and that's why I feel like everybody does make the like tutorial zines on how to how to make it because it's such a like an easy resource to just be able to give to people. I agree. Um, speaking of merch, by the way, I did want to, uh, mentioned that uh, through Twitter, we've been getting a lot of uh, zine trades and merch trades through fake publishing millionaires. And we got some really cool stickers by uh, Hexadecibel um, from uh, Ontario, Canada. And they play uh, like a DIY kind of blues with ska breaks type thing. Um, and I'd like to let the music speak for itself and rep some friends bands. Um, I also want to play a little something by Megawave, who hosts a fantastic um streaming service uh, and hanging out with them on their show the other day, it was interesting to talk about what the pandemic means with like uh, streaming changing. Like, do you still run these things? Like they had, they had intentionally gotten into the streaming game beforehand, uh, trying even before the pandemic. And it was interesting to hear about anybody that thought about doing a streaming service before the pandemic, because it really wasn't on a lot of people's radar until it became a necessity. And now the tools have sprung out of that. So I'm going to play a set of those two and I'm going to get back to talking about ZineFest and, uh, Thanks for everybody that's listening. Thanks, BFF, 
BFFFM on the BFFFM website. Why not? One more time. BFFFM. Yeah. 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 Donate and stuff. They're cool. Money, please. Money, please. For community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community. Community. <laughs> this is going to save us playing a bumper later. Guys, let's do it. Community radio. Community, community radio. radio. BFFFM.
banished, refused out the U.S. He ain't even Spanish. A Oaxaco though, sock with the whole toe. Mr. Mean Streets of LA, a pothole pro. The gold though, in the nigga time to kick a slick around, do your face like you're in a line. No, not deported. Be a little bit before things get sorted. Known to get money, never got caught, kid. Escape with a salt skid. Short bit, not cold wood. Dope for plastic, rocks whole hood. Hope for spastic. Put it on the wrist, put your bullshit face and recognition on Fritz. I'm afraid you're sadly mistaken. Paint to spit it like a bad piece of bacon. Take the bread, even if you gotta lay down on the ground and fake dead. Grab that, way out the habitat, where the rabbits is at, far from the lab rats. Man's right to know, contemplate that, as these hands right to flow. It ain't done yet, he lets you know some of the results come sunset. Till then, pack your bowl, jack it to your crack hole with black soul coal. Tool the diamond, just so you know it ain't some before rhyme. Hey, watch your tonsils, end up in the hospital, not responsible. Bust that gizzard, then start to think how it ain't worth the risk, is it? Third degree black belt flow, whoop his monkey ass on the track, fell slow. Melt snow, now that's gold, blowing them, make fronts wild, that's cold. Stole on them, throws them dice, cool them down, set to mold, flow with ice like liquid nitrogen. Ain't no winds, macro to micro, then it's your skin. Villain strikes again, equivalent 100,000 milligram Vicodin. Not for nothing, your guess is worth more barefoot doing a James on the dirt floor. Dirt poor. Like, don't get the shirt tore, boy. Crown of thorns, chain man, razor blades. Gown of thorn, homemade blades of suede. About to retire, sit up somewhere in the sun and breathe fire. That include tipsy getting. We get it in like your big fat tipsy wedding. No more thugging. Don't think you won't get slapped, kid. You bugging. It's all love. Rhyme with more dough. Remind me of the fine wine time raw flow. Not to interrupt, but anybody else know the time speeding up? Look uh-huh. the local police worry monthly, and won't be nowhere near your country. Grown, uh-huh. got no time for him. Naps on his belly, too not long to iPhone. Pitch don't knock me, slack jaw, don't speak African, cock me a patois. Alhamdulillah, last off the corner. Only thing he misses is blasting off a warner. Super villain, smooth sickle. Why, oh, why did I need that blue flick gold? That's not up for debate. Be straight and straight off a big local V8. If she wasn't so bent, she know how the camel got his nose in the tent. Please, enough's enough. Don't get snuffed with the key to the cuffs. Keys on your bluffs. Keys to the cuffs. Please, enough's enough. back and one of the things that we were going to do after this was actually go over to the daiso store in japantown and look for 
specific things to help us really get a good table going individually, whether they be like little shelves or different things, because you kind of have your own space. You set up a table and then you've got your zines out. And then after that, everything's kind of up to you. And the space is defined how you see it. And I wanted to talk about what is an ideal space for selling zines with uh, our guests tonight. Well, I mean, for me anyways, I think the ideal space is a clear, like, you want you want people to easily be able to see what your zines are, but at the same time, you want your table to have, like, you know, a flavor of you. So um, having a good display, like, it's good to have, like, little shelves or book stands, or I've always been a fan of, like, those tiny easels, personally. Um, and, like, to have and have like levels if you can but also again it depends on like how many zines you have and I think the point is just to like make a pleasantly eye-catching display but definitely make sure that like people can easily see your zines you also don't want it to be too complicated that people end up knocking over your zines or your merch I should say because folks these days definitely have a lot of other things aside from zines um and also, too, I mean, again, not that, like, money aspect is really a big part of it, but, like, to save time having your prices clearly labeled so then people are like, oh, okay, this is $3 instead of, you know. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, you also don't need to, like, go crazy with, like, spending for your stuff as well. Yes. And you can, there's no shame in thrifting, like, your shit for your table or whatnot. I mean... As we just said, we're going to go to Daiso to get our supplies. You can literally get, like, a three-tier, like, shelf, a little plastic shelf for, like, what? I think it was, like, $3? And it's huge, too, and you can sticker bomb it and whatnot with your stuff. But as long as, like, yeah, your table has, like, character for you and people obviously know, like, who you are, like, your tags and stuff, then, like, anything goes, really. Also, I do recommend if you can have a sign with your name on it somewhere because I've definitely had that before and everyone's like, wow, this is great. Who are you? Who are you? And you're like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, if you got logos, you can print banners. Uh, it's pretty easy at the public library to be able to print things across multiple pages. Uh, printing is usually cheap or comes with having a uh, public library card. Uh, there are plenty of ways, like copiers and things exist there if you don't have uh, resources like uh, we were saying Silver Sprocket earlier are just they're friends to independent publishers and people to talk to about where to find resources. But your library, if you know what and how you're printing things, is awesome. Yeah. And also, too, I mean, like we're all making zines here, so everyone's pretty dang good at being able to make things with their hands. So honestly, too, like the more you make yourself like, you know, it both saves on time and then again adds more of like you like fully after this I plan on making some cardboard display boxes for a few of my zines because I was making a sculpture but that wasn't going to be finished in time but like again you know have fun and get creative with it although I will say if you happen to have like plants or sometimes toys or figurines on your table like I love dressing up my table to kind of almost look like an extension of my room like hello and welcome to my clubhouse um but definitely people be like wow this toy is awesome how much is that and it's like no 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 it's it's holding the zine the zine is for sale so yeah be mindful of that but again also just have fun with it like 
And yeah, you can even like sew your own banners. You can like cut out pages and like hot glue. Like the world's your oyster on this. Just have fun. But again, just ha- make sure that the zines are like clearly on display. Yeah. Uh, we were talking before about we just just got the uh, again. This is being filmed uh, filmed recorded before uh, Zine Fest by a couple of days. Um, and it's going to be broadcast just after Zine Fest. So we're in a, a place where we just found out what the lineup is of where the tables are in our row. Um, and we'd like to shout out some friends for a minute because we've got a really cool knit community of different uh, publishers and different artists. Um, we've got, um, do you still have the list available? Well, so looking at the map right now, um, it's actually really rad we are in a really fun corner of folks uh you'll be able to find me at 194 uh fake publishing millionaires is 195 196 uh i'm actually right next to sarah maloney and dry which is daniel raul and yasmin um all a bunch of talented artists and then on the other side of fake publishing millionaire you're gonna find natalie anderson and design nerd and they are both phenomenal artists and so it's a really fun corner but to be fair looking at this entire map there's so many good folks here like this is uh this fest is gonna be lit y'all like oh i'm so excited <laughs> uh also want to give a big old shout out to gaia wise um our phenomenal buddy uh they are going to be doing a panel at um sf scene fest uh called just existing as an act of protest and also the rest of the panel is like oh congrats gaia they've been doing awesome stuff check them out they just had their artwork all over market street like they're doing amazing things right now i believe also teaching comics at uc berkeley so again give them some support too like uh, everybody we've been talking about is just a bunch of talented people and go check them out read their zines look at their art and yeah i've had a fucking blast being here and um, again see me at zine fest with fake publishing millionaires we're gonna have a fucking blast um at the metreon and sf right next to that big ass target you can find us there um you can find me personally at, at don't be dumbo underscore Get that underscore at don't be dumbo all lowercase underscore on Instagram. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff coming soon. Hey, fun listeners. It's been a blast being back here, especially with the Queen Bee and fake publishing millionaires. Um, yeah, you'll have been able to find me at the SF Scene Fest. And then uh, if there's any East Coast listeners out there, if you make your way to SBX in Bethesda, Maryland, you'll be able to find me tabling at the Silver Sprocket table. And I will be having my own zines with me. Um, and then actually at the end of September, uh, you will be able to find Queer Al Skankovic performing at Amato's in San Francisco with Om Nom Nom Non-Binary Burlesque. And might also be having some zines there, too. So you can find me at Blue Hair Comics, uh, H-A-R-E-C-O-M-I-X, on Instagram and Twitter. I do have a Patreon, and yeah, find me in the meat space. Hey, this has been another edition of Fake Publishing Millionaires Hour on BFFFM. That is community radio. Go donate and support. 
Again, donate and support. I'm doing this right now, so I'm not going to play another tag. So donate and support to BFF.FM. Fake Publishing Millionaire's Hour, SF Zine Fest Edition. Let's play some music on the way out. I'm a whole of I'm a bone density I put on a pound of makeup 
You know that part on NPR when they're like, now we come to the time where we ask you to donate? Well, this is like that, but short. Donate at bff.fm slash donate today.